Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Mara. And I am Ari. Woo, Ari. This week was a fucking doozy. A doozy. I gasped. I, a shock. Awe. Shock awe. Especially after finishing our last episode saying that neither of us could think of a most shocking moment. I think <laughs> that we can just say right at the top here that we all know what both of our most shocking yeah. moment of the week will be. A hundred fucking percent. <laughs> yeah. I literally, like, I mean... We'll talk about it at the end in depth. I have lots of theories. I have lots of ideas. Mm, do you have any conspiracies? Yes, I do have a conspiracy. Okay, I cannot wait. We're to gonna hear. definitely, <laughs> we're gonna definitely go to conspiracy town with that one. Um, but yeah, no, this is insane, and I can't wait for next week. So next week will be week four, and then week five will be Casa. And Whoa. I just feel like I don't know where anybody in this villa stands. That is honestly a great point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we usually have much more established couples. We are in a very weird moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Casa is going to be insane. Insane. I know. I can't wait. This is the part of the season I keep telling Gabe because he's like, whoa. And I'm like, I know, like, you're co-hosting at a great time. This is where it gets really interesting. This is where, like, the hours of work that mm-hmm. you put in watching weeks one and two where you're like, this kind of sucks becomes yes. worth it. Because it becomes the context for the actually interesting things that we get to see now. I'm, like, legitimately jealous that Gabe gets to fucking recap this shit with you. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm so like, excited. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for our listeners, just a reminder, I mentioned this at the end of our last episode, but Gabe, Ari's boyfriend, is going to be co-hosting with her for next week's episode for both week four episodes. Yes. Because I will be away in the mountains, but I'll be back for week five. I'll be back to recap Casa, which I'm very happy to not be missing. Yeah. No, it's pretty good timing, yeah. actually. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that is probably most of the business. Anything else you'd like to cover, Ari? Yeah, I just want to, as always, remind everyone to please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, rate and review on Apple, review on Spotify, and share with a friend. So I might make mm-hmm. this a common thing that I do you in Havertown Pennsylvania please share with one friend (laughs) there's only one download in Havertown Pennsylvania one in Lakewood Washington one in New Berlin Wisconsin I know that there's more than one Love Island fan in love in New Berlin Wisconsin so if that is you listener please share with your friends (laughs) this is by the way all just from our episode on Monday these are all the cities well not all the cities but some of the cities that there were just one downloading yeah you in Enfield Meath you in Bloomington Minnesota you in Swansea city and county of Swansea and finally Ah, Paige Thorne is from Swansea Paige is it you Oh Paige Thorne is listening to our Paige, episode. I would die. Please share with all of your friends from the show. Wait, I, I mean, she's from Swansea in the UK, but you said Swansea is... Oh, it's Wales. Okay, got it. Yes. All right. Yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> I had to do a quick Google of where the fuck Swansea is. Yeah. And then finally, we have one download in Stevenage, Hertfordshire. So I'm gotcha. expecting for all of those cities to have two downloads for this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Heard for sure. <laughs> I, uh, someone from this, someone in one of the Islanders is definitely from there. I forget who, though. I don't know. I remember saying that name. I feel like there's a lot of mm sures. Yes. Have you ever seen the memes for, like, Great British Baking Show where they're like, Jacob is from Bloomingshamshire and he's going to make a blueberry pie <laughs> no. with, with a crumb raisin crust. It's shit like that. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a wholesome show. I love that show. <laughs> I do. But too. we are not here to talk about that show. We are here to talk about Love Island. So Ari, yeah. let's get into this. Let's do it. Without further ado, let's chat. All right. Episode 17. We start out with seeing our new bombs, Val and Montel, dating the new single Islanders. So they have Sammy and Leah date Mal and Montel first, and then they have Mitch and Jess watch these dates. Mm-hmm. Um, as Mitch and Jess are sitting down to watch, Jess says that she feels sick. So we see Montel and Leah chat. And Leah, upon entering the table, immediately knocks over her drink. They make mm-hmm. a little joke about it. <laughs> and then Leah says that she would really like to someone who knows what they want and Montel says that he's a serious guy and doesn't think that Leah's been taken seriously by some of the other guys in the villa which Mm. I thought was a really good move on Montel's part we also have Mal and Sammy's date so Sammy explains basically the situation of what's occurring Mal says that her type is tall dark and handsome and Sammy says his type is a small brunette 
So they're both essentially describing one another. Mm-hmm. And then in the villa, we see a conversation between Zach and Medi, where Zach says he doesn't think people should listen to, he doesn't think Medi should listen to what other people are saying. Or Medi felt that people were making digs at him and Whitney. Yeah. Um, and when we were watching this, Gabe and I were both very touched. Gabe goes, oh, they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know the bromances are a really beautiful part of the show that we love to see. I know. I know. Some of the bromances this season aren't super, super strong. But That's why I... That's why I specifically noticed this moment of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I specifically wrote, love this potential Zach and Medi bromance. Yeah, yeah. And then we see Molly and Whitney chat, and Whitney says that she didn't like what Mitch said about her and Medi. Yeah. We are now back on the dates, and we see Mal and Sammy. They bond over skiing. Sammy's like, I've always wanted a girl who could ski. And she's like, I love it. I go all the time. He's like, I'm a really good skier. Like, I can do backflips. And my hatred for him simply grows with Mm -hmm. every passing moment. (laughs) Same. And then we see Montel and Leah. Montel is saying that he's 25. He's an account manager and a semi-pro footballer. So Leah will now get to choose between her pro footballer, Scott, and her semi-pro footballer, Montel. Yes. <laughs> he says he has a degree. <laughs> yeah, Good Montel. He said, uh, he might have said what it was in, but I can't recall now. Leah shares that she used to be a professional dancer. And then the dates kind of wrap up and Jess and Mitch wish each other luck and say, if it doesn't work out, we'll get married. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I would have thought it was cute if I didn't know that Mitch had said the same thing to Molly. Oh, did he really? I must have you didn't, forgotten that. You didn't remember it, but it was when he took her up to the terrace to kiss her. Oh, and yeah, that's right. she was like, what? Like, you have to ask me something? And he was like, yeah, will you marry me? Right. It just feels a bit love bomby. Everything he does is kind of tainted by that for me now. Oh, that's so true. He's very love bomby. I agree. Yeah. So in the villa now, Catherine complains about Sammy. Ella says that Jess and Sammy's relationship is just drama. <laughs> I mean... Not false, but also so is yours. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Ella says that Jess just needs to go with her heart. And Ella ITNs that just because they're fighting, it doesn't mean that they're compatible. They just have things to learn. I liked that. Yeah, definitely. Scott justifies his choices with Catherine and says that he's going to say something to Sammy. At first, I feel like he said... He's like, Catherine needs to hold Sammy to account for what he said. And I was like, why can't you? And then he does end up talking to Sammy, which I appreciated. But mm-hmm. the way that he said it in the beginning, I thought was so weird. Like he was going to put it on Catherine and have that be her responsibility to confront Sammy about what he said about Scott mm. not being attracted to Catherine. I don't know. Right. I just thought it was a little bit of a weird moment. That is weird. I didn't catch that, actually. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, we're back on the dates, and we see Jess and Montel, and Montel says he wants to give someone 100% and be in a relationship, and then they cheers to living in a dream world. They kind of talk a little bit about how they have big imaginations and big dreams and things like that. Yeah. Mal and Mitch then date, and Mal says that her real name is Malissa, which yeah. is a really bad name. Sorry, Mal. Mitch is like, really? And she's like, yes. <laughs> Mal. That's why I go by Mal. I don't her. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> Good choice. So Mal says that she's not really sure if Mitch is her type. 
but thinks that he's fun. And Mitch says that he wants to have dogs and kids with someone one day. Mitch says that Mal is his type, looks-wise, and then he compliments her teeth, which she says are real, <laughs> and Mitch confirms that his are also real. Mara, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> they love to talk about whether or not their teeth are real. But this wasn't <clears throat> a thing last no, season. Yeah. It was, it was def- us... It was us speculating. I mean, maybe it was yeah, something that got right. brought up once or twice. And then we speculated about it a lot. That's true. But this is, like, maybe the fifth time that this has been brought up this season. I, like, yeah. I was sitting there in awe watching this. They had this, like, long conversation about both of their teeth being real. And I was I like, why is this the veneer season? Like, what is happening? I love it. Do, every, they must listen to She Gets Got the Chat. I guess it is Paige in Swansea. Hi, Paige. Hi, Paige. Share with your... <laughs> if you could, like, promote it, the show on your Instagram, I would really appreciate that. We love you. <laughs> DM us. That would us. be dope. <laughs> But, like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Like, actually, if this keeps getting brought up, I am going to develop a serious conspiracy theory about it. I'm just going to warn you about that now, but continue. I love it. I love it. I, want them, <laughs> I really want them to keep talking about whether or not their teeth are real. I think it's also partially just because it's, like, part of their world. Like, a lot of them do get veneers. No, I... I get it. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just that phenomenon where, like, you buy a red Honda and then you start to see red Hondas everywhere and you're like, everyone drives a red Honda. Sure, sure. But I actually believe in my soul that if you <laughs> went back to last season, the season before any previous season, it would not have been as much veneer talk as well, it is this season. I know that Casey and someone he went on a date with had a whole conversation about veneers. Uh huh. Can you think of another time in that season when veneers were brought up? It was Casey and Rosie, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, no. This season, we started it off with people in their intro packages yeah, saying, about it. "My teeth are real." Just saying, I, I like tur- turkey teeth. Mm-hmm. Now this, it's just like a constant theme. It's on the rise. <laughs> it's on the rise for sure. Yes. I agree. Maybe because of the turkey teeth trend. It could maybe. be related. Maybe, maybe. Which honestly, like uncovering what that means has really made me feel much more in the know about veneers, which is obviously something I'm striving for. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of surprised it didn't come up until now because I remember back in season three, Jack of Jack and Danny was talking about how he got, to, he went to Turkey and got his teeth done. Oh my God, to Turkey specifically? I'm pretty sure. God, we really need to go watch those first seasons. <laughs> well, it sounds like he was a trendsetter. Yeah, maybe so. A veneered teeth salesman. <laughs> no, pen salesman dating Danny daughter. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Danny Dyer. Dyer's daughter, Danny Dyer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> in the villa, we see Scott and Catherine having a chat. Catherine says that she's really happy. People can see how well they get along and Scott agrees and that he's happy as well. Scott does say he's still getting to know Leah, but now he's leaning Catherine. When did that happen? When he started leaning Catherine? Yeah, because the last conversation I remember between them, he was like, I'm leaning towards Leah. Leah. Maybe he just feels like Leah's not into him, so he's like, I guess I need to pivot. Maybe, or maybe maybe once he told Catherine that he was leaning Leah and was like, I want to get to know you more, Catherine maybe like stepped it up and we didn't see that. And now they've been spending more time together. Yeah, possible. Yeah. So everyone then returns from their dates. 
We get a BCGC debrief, and Mal shares that she's 25 years old from Edinburgh. I had no idea that she was Scottish. I can't hear it in her accent at all. It was crazy. Me neither. Um, But then Montel says that the dates were really good and that Leah is more of his type and that he's also interested in Catherine and Ella. Sammy says that his date was decent and he has an open mind. Jess starts crying to the girls. She feels like people were really fake for choosing her and Sammy. And she's upset about how many people pick them as least compatible. And then the girls explain to her why they made that decision. Yeah. I don't really know where Jess's head is at right now. Because in the way that she's interacting with Mitch, it seems like she's going to go that way. But then she's upset about this happening. I wonder if she just doesn't trust that Sammy will stay loyal but i do think yeah. sammy is still her number one i agree i think she wonders if sammy will be loyal yeah but and then one other thing to note when sammy is debriefing this date he does say that he doesn't think that mal was into him right or maybe it was actually even just when he was sitting there watching with leah when he was watching the second round of the dates that could have been when that happened but i thought that was an interesting tidbit i definitely made a note of him saying that yeah he does say to leah while they're watching the date uh i don't think that mal was into me yeah so so it is morning time now and things feel a little bit tense in the villa ella Mm -hmm. tries to call mitch out Zach says everyone needs to get their shit sorted this morning and make the new bombs feel welcome. We now have a BCGC. Molly says that she feels good that nobody voted for her and Zach. And all the girls say, yeah, things kind of feel tense. Jess says, am I not seeing something that everyone else is seeing? Still kind of just wondering why her and Sammy got so many votes. So I'm like, yeah. you guys are also having the most like explosive fights yelling at each other around the villa. Like, yeah, don't really understand what she's so confused about. But I know. Okay. Yeah. Sammy tells Tyreek and Zach that people have said that him and Jess are great and then voted for him and he doesn't understand why people would big them up. So kind of feeling like people are being faked to their faces, but then right. voting them as least compatible in that moment. Whitney did not like Sammy's comments about basically he had said that Catherine and Scott and Whitney and Medi would have been better options for least compatible versus him and Jess. Right. Catherine does say that last night brought her and Scott closer together, and we see Mal and Montel debrief their dates. Mal said that she had a better date with Sammy, but she's also interested in Scott. We now see a chat between Medi and Sammy. Medi doesn't understand why Sammy had a go at him, and Medi says, we see that you guys are compatible, but you don't have good communication. We now see a chat between Montel and Catherine. He says he's been searching for her. (laughs) Mm. Looking for her all over the villa. I know. (laughs) I feel like Montel is maybe a dark horse, really good player so far. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, he's made some good plays. It's like he's keeping his cards so close to his chest Mm -hmm. to an extent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I can tell. The reason that I say that is because when he came in and had something so specific to say to Leah, yeah. he didn't know who that date was going to be with, I'm presuming. So he went in prepared for each of the girls that's, that could potentially be available. That's a really good point. He did come prepared. 
and I think it's working. We'll talk about it, but I think Leah seems very into oh, him. Oh, yeah. Leah's very into him. I feel like you could see that on the date they had. I Yeah, I agree. I felt it from then, and it didn't go away. So Catherine is telling Montel that her and Scott do get along really well, but it is still early days, and they talk a little bit about their careers. Catherine, as we know, is the most accomplished woman in the villa. Yes. So a good talking point for her. Yeah. Montel like jokes a little bit about how smart she is. Like you've got all these degrees and all this other shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We then see a conversation between Mitch and Mal and Mitch does a summary of what he's learned about her, which was very, like you said last week, HR, very HR director. Right. I loved it. It was like, he just kind of like rattled off all the stuff he remembered, which I, appreciate it because it obviously shows that he was listening but it's but like if that was his point he was trying to show he was listening right he's trying to be like listen to all the stuff that i remember that you said to me i know but it's like, it's like so okay, dude, not good sexy. job yeah it's like not flirtatious at all no i made a note <laughs> mitch legit cannot flirt he makes everyone uncomfortable <laughs> well anyway mal says that everything she does is a joke and then she itms that mitch is not as intense as she thought he would be Okay, also, she goes, everything I do is a joke. And Mitch is like, yeah, me too. I'm so goofy. And I was like, "You're no, you are not. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard you make a joke. <laughs> everything that he says is so literal. Yes, that's true. <laughs> he just tries to, like, agree with whatever is being said to him. It just, it feels like he doesn't have any sort of sense of self. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so Sammy and Scott then finally have a conversation. Sammy says that it's not fair that he was picked. People based compatibility off of an argument that they had the night before. Not true. You had multiple arguments multiple nights before. Mm -hmm. And Scott then says it depends on how you define compatibility. Scott recognizes that the timing of everything wasn't great and says that he was really upset by Sammy's comment that he wasn't attracted to Catherine. And Sammy says, well, that's just how it looked to me. And then Scott mentions that Catherine was the first girl he pulled. Sammy says that that doesn't mean anything. We then see a conversation between Sammy, Whitney, and Catherine. So Catherine brings up the physical attraction comment, and Sammy says that of all the couples, she and Scott aren't that touchy-feely. And then Catherine is trying to explain why his comment upset her. He's not letting her speak. She gets really upset, and she asks him to stop comparing all the situations because he keeps comparing his situation to her and Scott. And then Catherine starts crying and then Sammy just keeps talking. And at this point I am shouting at the TV saying, shut the fuck up and let her talk. (laughs) You stupid (laughs) fucking idiot. And then he's like, Oh, obviously you're a beautiful girl. And then Whitney's like, don't talk about physical attraction. Just like, don't talk about it at all. And then Sammy finally says, I'm sorry, but what I meant is what I said. And Catherine's like, cool. So I felt like this was so, I don't think Sammy realized it, but like, this is so racially charged. Yeah. Well, so we said this last time, but even him saying like the two couples that should have been that, you know, he thought were more less compatible than him and Jess were the two interracial couples yeah. the two black women with white men right and or you know i know medi medi yeah but he's whatever white, like yeah with i don't think that he's able to acknowledge that and probably him saying like obviously you're a beautiful girl is like some sort of way for him to like 
I don't know, tried to get rid of his cognitive dissonance of like, why do I think they're not compatible? And it's like, I think genuinely just because he couldn't imagine being attracted to a black woman. And so he doesn't understand why these non-black men are like that. It really fucking feels that way to me. And it is gross. And I think that that's probably why Whitney was present for this conversation to back up Catherine. I completely agree. And I actually saw a TikTok made by Sideman who talked about the same thing. He was like, Whitney was there because Catherine knew she was going to need someone to back her up with this whole conversation. And he actually had a lot of really good points. He was just like, Catherine got so upset because she could not teach Sammy in this moment the gravity of what he was saying. And he was very unwilling to even listen. Yeah. So he was just immediately defensive. Yeah. Watching this fight, I wrote down a Gabe quote. This is about Sammy. Quote, boy, he is so bad at talking. (laughs) (laughs) He's terrible at talking. He just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. And it's just like, it's exhausting. I can't imagine having an argument with him. No, he just tries to bowl you over so that you're exhausted of even fucking trying and you just give up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He sucks. I felt... I felt I had, oh my God, my heart just like really went out to Catherine in this moment. I felt so bad that she could not like find the energy, which I understand or like she could, was unable to, he was not allowing her to even begin to explain the situation. Nope. Just awful. Yeah. Felt so bad for her. And it's like, obviously he was, I mean, if we go back a little bit, he did listen a little bit more to Scott. I feel like it's not like they reached any sort of conclusion, but he was more willing to hear Scott out, even if he disagreed with what he was saying and wasn't super Uh receptive. He wasn't talking over him as much. And it just is like very racist and misogynistic. All the things. All the things. So we now see a chat between Montel and Ella, and Montel is saying he's going to go for what he wants. Montel says he's a relaxed person. And watching this conversation, Leah is now asking Tyreek how he feels. He's like, it's fine, and things are getting more serious with Ella. We then see a chat between Mitch and Jess. Mitch fake couples with Jess. Does he say, like, the girl I want to couple up with? Why don't I remember this? Yes, yeah, he stands up in front of her in the fire pit and is like, the girl I'd like to couple up with is, like, does a whole little speech for her. Kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was when, uh, remember I sent you the picture of her with the water bottle and her mouth agape? Oh, yeah. That that was when that was happening. (laughs) Okay. Got it. So Jess is sharing that she feels like she's had a lot on her mind and she doesn't like how Sammy made Catherine cry and didn't apologize and that that was a turnoff for her. And she feels like Mitch actually cares about people. Yeah. I'm glad that she recognized Sammy's actions. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. We now see a chat between Montel and Tyreek. Montel is saying Catherine is great, but he does really like Leah. Tyreek asks about Ella, and Montel's like, she's comfortable with you. You made a note that they have the same facial hair. <laughs> they do. They also have, like, a similar hairstyle, but they have the, like, little goatee situation going on. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy and Catherine now chat. He says he's not good at expressing himself, and he wasn't trying to say that Scott wasn't attracted to her. He just doesn't think that they're super touchy-feely, and he apologizes for upsetting her. Catherine accepts the apology. Yeah, I feel like someone behind the scenes broke it down for Scott, maybe. 
For Sammy, you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I said Scott. Yes, someone broke it down for Sammy. I feel like this is the second time that we've seen that happen. Like, in Mm -hmm. our last episode that we recorded, there was also another situation where he had to come back later and apologize. And I do feel like it's a producer thing. I agree. I think there's a producer talking to him. Being being like, like, dude, like, we can't keep you here if you're going to continue doing this this. and not taking accountability. Like, we need for you to, on camera, like, actually apologize. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think I left it out of our outline of like things that happen but then like last week um in our last episode there's a moment where zach talks to sammy about a book he read about taking accountability (laughs) oh my god how did i miss that did you oh did you miss that conversation i think so that's yeah, they're so like, funny. It was like a quick moment. It was after the last conversation that Sammy didn't take accountability for. And Zach was right. like, I recently read this book about accountability and how <laughs> a lot of people aren't very good at doing it. Oh my God. <laughs> and Sam, that makes yeah. me love Zach. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like it's a moment for him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make a note as we go into the night that we see the girls getting ready and Leah sits there and chants affirmations to herself. Did you know this? She goes, I am lucky. I am happy. I am successful. I am lucky. I am happy. I am successful. (laughs) That was so cute. I loved loved it. it. I loved it. She's like spraying herself with perfume, I think, too. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) It is now nighttime in the villa and Montel makes the toast. I think his, the context was just to the new bombs, something along those lines. So Mitch and Jess have a chat and Jess says she's going to let Sammy do what he wants to do. They're watching Sammy and Mal like go off and have a conversation. Mitch says that he just wants to keep getting to know Jess. And then they talk about how they have a lot in common. And Mitch says that he never really friend zoned her. He was just playing hard to get. (laughs) Love that revisionist history from Mitch. (laughs) Same. Yes. And then he says, we aren't friends. We're not friends. We're going to be more than friends, which is like flirty and uncomfortable, but just like speaking it into existence. He's like, this is what I want. So it shall be so. He's like praying to God he can get out of the friend zone with her. Yeah. Yeah. So Sammy and Mal then have a conversation and they flirt. They talk about joking around. It's all just very light. Mal and Zach then have a convo and Mal asks if he's open or closed. And he says it's too early to say that he's totally closed off. And then Mal ITMs that Zach was flirty with her. Mm-hmm. Then we have see a chat between Leah and Montel. Montel asks what Leah thinks about him, and she says that she would go for him on the outside. He responds and says he thinks she's beautiful, and she seems really chilled. And I made a note that I loved her outfit mm. <laughs> in this moment. She was wearing this, like, satin um, two-piece set. It was, like a, uh, red, like, a wine red corset top with matching cargo pants. Mm. So, very cute. She's got decent style. I feel like I don't notice these things as much as you do. I need to take better <laughs> notes of the outfits. I mean, I just do it for fun. My style queen. <laughs> yeah, I do love fashion. <laughs> love it. <laughs> we now see a chat between Jess and Sammy. And Sammy is saying that he feels like it was a cop-out choice for everyone to pick them. Sammy says that Mal is his type and he's going to get to know her. <laughs> Melvin was that Melvin finally (laughs) an actual cat meow (laughs) well listen Gabe just left so I'm the only one here he already had his dinner but he is probably gonna yell for some more so Melvin just might join the pod I love it um I think that 
yeah, he will definitely come <laughs> up here. I think something that is annoying about this, just reading those two sentences back to back, number one, Sammy thinks it's a cop-out that everyone picked them. Number two, Malice's type, and he wants to get to know her. It's like, if you really want to pursue Jess and prove the villa wrong, mm-hmm. I get that they're in a position where they can't recouple next uh, recoupling, and so they have right. to, you know, they and they continue to have this sort of conversation that they're, like, forced to explore other connections. But yeah. he could have said that differently. He could have been like, I know that we're in this position where we can't recouple, and I'm going to have to get to know her, but, like, I want you to know that you are still my number one option. I want to prove the villa wa- wrong. I want to make this work with you. Right. That would have been a I way know. better play. Yeah. I'm surprised at what they're both doing. They're both just kind of like, fuck it. I'm throwing in the towel. It's confusing to me. Yeah. Which is, like, supposed to make the villa feel like they made the wrong decision? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Jess says to Sammy... Sorry, go ahead. I gotta look for... So I was just gonna say, they gotta look out for them, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. They're not really... I don't know what they're doing here. Yeah. So Jess says, you're here for yourself. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Montel and Catherine now chat. She says that she had a shit morning, but he brings her peace. He asks what she thinks of him, and she says that he is nice, good-looking, and easy to talk to. Montel thinks that Catherine is smart, easy to talk to, and beautiful. (laughs) I love the, like, list of three adjectives. (laughs) Yes. I appreciated that he made... um the first two compliments about her personality and not mm-hmm. how she looks. Yeah. And Montel does tell Catherine that, or no, sorry, Catherine, Catherine then tells Montel that he is somebody that she would go for on the outside. Yeah. So we now see a chat between Scott and Leah. This is them kind of deading it between them. Leah is sharing that she feels like she gets on with Montel and is saying that Scott hasn't made an effort to chat with her. She says that their connection isn't super genuine and she feels like she's seen Scott and Catherine holding hands and he should have talked to Leah and told her that he was swaying more towards Catherine. He says, I get it. It's early days. I do have a connection with you both. And he wants to keep getting to know Leah. You said that Scott felt like you said that Scott and Leah were kind of deading it in this conversation. But he ended it with saying that he wanted to keep getting to know Leah. And Leah was like, "Okay, cool. I'm like looking forward to more chats. I feel like Leah was deading it. And Scott was like, I don't I still want to have more than one option. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Because I feel like then his actions after this were like, okay, can't go back from that one. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? But, oh, well, anyway. So then Scott talks to Mitch, Sammy, and Medi, and he recounts the conversation that he just had with Leah to them. Scott goes to pull Catherine, and Molly kind of rolls her eyes, and he takes Catherine to the terrace. And I think that this is where is this where Maddie makes that slut shaming comment? Um, yes, but what was it? He's like, they're going to the terrace already. She's going to the terrace yes. with him already. Yes, hated that yeah. from Maddie. Yes. Scott on the terrace is telling Catherine that things with them are going in the right direction. He's like, I've been trying to give you space and I will continue to do so. And she says that it's nice that among all the girls, he finds himself swaying towards her. And of course, we are on this terrace. So Scott kisses Catherine. Yay. I was glad this happened. 
Yeah. I, I was surprised really between them, but really, oh, I think I just, I'm buying. I don't it. know that I buy Scott yet. That is fair. We'll I get into if... it, but I feel like I learned a little bit about him when Katie comes in. I learned a little bit about a lot of the Islanders when Katie comes in. Let's just keep going. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we move we move into episode 18. I know where you're going with that, and I agree. So um, in episode 18, it starts off with Catherine having a chat with Ella, Tyreek, and Jess. She tells them about the kiss. Scott tells the boys about the kiss. Everyone's like, woo-woo, Yeah. Catherine then tells Whitney to Ella says it's a really big step. He wouldn't have done that if he really if he was still really wanting to know Leah. And then Catherine says, yeah, for sure. But I also understand that he's still going to get to know Leah, mm-hmm. which was like, I, I really appreciated that. Like uh, reality check, not check, really, but the reality understanding from Catherine. Yeah, just like a realistic approach. Yeah, realistic approach. Thank you. Yeah, that's the that's the best way to put it. So Mitch and a group of other Islanders are all sitting on the day beds, and Mitch asks Leo about her chat with Scott. Montel says that Scott has a girl now and then mentions the kiss with Catherine. And then Tyreek asks Leah how she feels about the kiss, and Leah's like, well, I'm just finding out about that. But she doesn't really say anything mm-hmm. about how she actually feels also, hearing that information. Also, love Tyreek doing this again. Yes. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. <laughs> He's always like, so how do you feel about this thing that you should know about mm-hmm. that your guy might be doing behind your back? Right. Here's the hot tea. <laughs> Did you know it? I know that you didn't know it, and that's why I'm saying it right now. But I but want how you to do you tell feel me about how you it. feel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. The Islanders then decide to play Never Have I Ever. So Mouse says, never have I ever gotten with my teacher. Medi takes a drink. I was not at all surprised by this. No. And it just, I, my takeaway from this entire game of never have I ever is Medi loves cougars. Yes. hundred fucking percent. love it for him. And I also would have <laughs> guessed it of all the guys. <laughs> I think that's why he is always saying he wants a boss lady. Mm. He wants a mama. Right. He wants, he wants somebody to put him in his place like a mummy would. Oh, I bet he's into like S&M shit. Do you think he's into like diaper play? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> diaper play. What the fuck Let's is that? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> what is diaper play? I just imagine him like having somebody like swaddle him and pretend yeah. he's a baby. Yes, like sucking on like a tit. Yes, yes, yes. Totally. Yes, I'm going to take care of you, (laughs) but you're still a big, strong man, but I'm your mommy. 100%. Honestly, I think I I could do it. So hit me up, (laughs) Medi. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. So yeah, get yours, dude. (laughs) Ellis has never have I ever had a threesome. Scott and Tyreek drink. Okay, I just have to make a note. So, yes. and I literally wrote this note. I said Ryan, not Scott. So that tells you how interchangeable they are in my mind. But <laughs> first of all, like Ella has this huge reaction to Tyreek having had a threesome. I don't think that's that crazy or that big of a deal. But no, also, I agree. Scott tells the story of like he had, he was having sex with one girl and then his friend was having sex with another girl and then the friend that was having sex with the uh, or the girl that was having sex with his friend left the friend to come have sex with him and the girl and that is his threesome story. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit. Okay. They had a foursome. Oh, yeah. That story makes like no a- fucking sense. 
Yes. No, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm looking at, I'm sorry, I'm also looking at a picture of Ryan because I've failed to do that every time you mention that he looks like Scott. <laughs> I kind of see it. I can I can see it. It's the smile, I think, more than anything. Yeah, and like the face shape and the stubble and just like face a lot shape. of things about their face are similar to me. That's fair. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Whitney then says, never has she been with a girl and asked my boys to get me out of it. And Sammy, Mitch, and Montel all drink. That was like a confusing never have I ever question. I know. I don't even get it with you repeating it right now. Whitney was not. uh, She was trying to call out the boys specifically. She knew none of the girls were going to drink for this. Right. So she was basically saying like never ever been with a girl and decided like partway through I needed help to get out of it. And so Mm. I called my boys to help me escape essentially. Right. So anyway. Molly says, never have I ever been with someone aged 40. Medi drinks. (laughs) No shock to that. But he says that he was with like a 42-year-old dating her when he was 20. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) That's really wild. Mommy. 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 I need a diaper change, mommy. (laughs) Spank me, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, I'm hungry. God, I'm just imagining Medi in a diaper with like a pacifier in his mouth, oh, same, like literally, same. like on his knees, subservient. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Zach says, "Never have you ever been two faced about someone in the villa." And Mitch drinks. Um, I mean, good. I, everyone knows that he has, though. Mm-hmm. And then Medi drinks. Uh, and then Zach ITMs that it was an opportunity for some people to grow balls, and they didn't. Mm. Tyreek says, never have I ever cheated. And Montel and Zach drink. Zach says he has a couple times, but it's not a flex. No, he keeps then, kind of, like, digging himself into a deeper hole. Yeah, He's he like, does. yeah, like, multiple times. It's like, you should have just maybe not given any added details. <laughs> I know exactly, yeah. And Jess says, "Once a cheater, always a cheater." And then he says, "He looks forward to the day he doesn't want to cheat on someone." And I was like, "That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> Literally awful." Cheating, cheating on someone has so much more to do with you as an individual than it does with the person you're with. I mean, I feel like he also said the other thing that he did that was digging himself into a bit of a more whole, uh, bigger hole was, oh, yeah, and, like, they didn't know. Like, sorry, no. girls. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry now. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I yeah. I know that we find out that Molly wasn't super happy with Jess's response to Zach, but I also was getting the sense that she wasn't really happy about Zach during this game. Like, I didn't yeah. think that she reacted super well to him saying, never have I ever been two-faced about somebody in the villa. And then I also don't think that she reacted well to him drinking in this moment. And then it kind of just got overshadowed by the fact that then she was upset with Jess and therefore protective of Zach. I agree. I also think that Molly didn't want to make too big of a deal about it after seeing how the other Islanders reacted Mm -hmm. because she, I mean, she says it to Zach later. She's like, they just wanted to see a reaction out of me. I think once she saw how the other Islanders felt toward him about his commentary, she was like, I'm not going to get mad at him about this. I have to play the cool girl. I have to maintain this. I got to be composed. Absolutely agree. 
So we now see a conversation between Ella and Tyreek, and Tyreek is sharing that he feels like Ella overreacted to Zach, and he says he wants to back her in public, but that in private he will tell her what he thinks she did wrong. And I loved this moment yeah, me from Tyreek. Mm-hmm. I think that he handled the conversation super well, and as did Ella, she immediately is like, yeah, I'll, I'll go apologize. And I think it was right. just a super mature, great example of communication. We love to see it. I totally agree. So Jess says to a few of the girls, once a cheater, always a cheater again. Ugh, I hate that line. It's not, I don't think it's inherently true, obviously. I don't think it's true either. Whitney walks away from the group and Molly says that she's seen the opposite, that there are people who have cheated and then got married. I love the implication that married people don't cheat. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, it doesn't mean much. <laughs> Ooh, Molly, honey. People, people cheat on their spouses all the time. <laughs> In front of the eyes of God? I feel like she'd say something like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Melvin has things to say, too. Honey. (laughs) Melvin's like, I think once a cheater, always a cheater. He's like, definitely. I'm a cheater and I'm never going to (laughs) change. So Jess sees that Ella and Zach are chatting and she goes over there. And in that conversation between Ella and Zach, he's saying, I don't really care what people say. And he doesn't like the idea that Molly might have doubts about him because of that game. Mm Mm-hmm. Ella apologizes and she's like, I've been cheated on and it wasn't fair for me to take it out on you in that moment. Yeah. Again, love how Ella handled this. Same. We now see a chat between Ella, Mitch, and Catherine. Mitch is saying it looked like Ella was stirring the pot with Molly and Zach. Yeah. So then we see a chat between Medi and Leah and Medi says that he would like to get to know Leah. She says that she did not expect that from him. And Medi then says he's been feeling confused. Leah's like, well, you know, as long as Whitney knows, as long as everybody knows, it's all good with me. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like she was not into him in this moment? Or like she was just a little bit scared of the potential wrath of Whitney because her reaction was strange to me? I think that Leah, I have a lot of things to say about this moment, actually. For Leah's side of it, I think that Leah is not interested at all in Medi, but doesn't want to shut it down. I'm sorry if you can hear Winston. He's digging. <laughs> get, get comfy, buddy. This Go is ahead. just the pets are included episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, tr- he's on his little bed trying to get comfy. Um, I think that Leah does not like Medi. She's not interested in him at all, but she doesn't want to shut it down because she wants to keep all of her options open and viable. Mm-hmm. because you never know what can happen. And Medi, this is a huge error, error of the game for Medi on this one. This was a bad call. Mm. Like, you've never talked to Leah like this before. You've never expressed any interest. You've already gone, not fully all eggs, but to go after another Islander who's already been there this long. Right. And not having any kind of communication with Nia about it before yes. you tell the other person. Bad fucking idea i completely agree i completely agree it's gonna throw whitney off so much to know that 
yeah, this girl that has been here the whole time, why weren't you interested in her before now? Are you just looking for an out with me? It's not like there's a bomb that walked in and you're kind of changing your mind about them. Honestly, as we're explaining this, I'm a little bit seeing Sammy's perspective of when he told Jess that he would rather oh, yeah. her get to know a bombshell than Mitch. Oh, I understood. I I got that, too. I, that made sense to me as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> Ella and Catherine are then in the kitchen, and Ella's really annoyed at Mitch involving himself in the drama, per use. Yeah. Medi and Whitney then have a conversation. Medi says that what they have is great. Whitney's like, but. Medi is then like, well, I just want to let you know that I want to get to know Leah. And so she's like, okay. And then he says he wants to explain. And she's like, you don't owe me an explanation. Just okay. So Whitney then tells Ella and Catherine what happened. Jess comes over. They're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And Jess tells her to take a step back from the relationship. Yeah. We now see Maddie chat with Scott and Tyreek. Maddie says that he likes Whitney, but Leah has been on his mind. And Scott says that's a big call to make after kissing Whitney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You catch Scott. Tyreek is like, this could push Whitney away completely. Yeah. I'm just going to say this now and we'll get into it more later. Scott and Tyreek are students of this game. Yes. A thousand percent. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Students. Students. Studied. Yes. Good students. A plus students. A plus students. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. So (laughs) Whitney and Montel now (laughs) chat. And she's like, I'm single, <laughs> and explains about her conversation with Medi. She's like, if he's going to get to know other people, I should do the same, and asks if Montel had ruled her out. I didn't think this was the best way to approach this conversation by Whitney. I agree. Yeah. She seemed a little despy. Right. You just want to be like, you're new. I want to get to know you. Not totally. like, I now feel like I have to get to know you because I don't know if I am secure in my current couple. Exactly. And, yeah, it doesn't go super well for her. No. Montel doesn't really know what to say, and he ITMs that he already has a lot going on. He's just obviously (laughs) very into Leah and a little bit into Catherine, and that's, Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't need any more options than that for now. Smart. So smart. Yeah. As they're getting ready for bed, we see Whitney and Leah chat. Leah says that she was surprised to hear that Muddy was interested in her. And she does tell Jess that she's not going to shut Medi down completely and wants to just chat to him a little bit more. In our morning BCGC, we see Whitney saying that she feels like her and Medi have taken steps back. And Leah says if there's tension, she doesn't want to get to know them, uh, doesn't want to get to know Medi because it won't go anywhere. And she does like Montel. Mm-hmm. And Catherine shares with the girls about the kiss that she shared with Scott. Yeah. And Leah's point here, like, if there's tension in a couple, it's probably not going to go well, was very, uh, was a very astute observation of hers. She was like, I smell drama coming, and I'm going to actually just extricate myself from the situation now. Yes, exactly. Yes. We then see a group of the Islanders on the daybeds. Tyreek says to Mitch, you think that Ella has an agenda and was going at Zach to get into Molly's head, and... Mitch is like, yeah. And Tyreek's like, well, that's incorrect. But even if it was, you're not Molly's hero. And Mitch is like, well, I'm part of the villa. And Tyreek says that that comment from him would have been better left unsaid. 
they go back and forth a little bit and Mitch is like, well, I don't want to apologize to Ella. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of leave it at that. Mm-hmm. The Islanders then get a text. Molly and Zach are going on a date. Wait, sorry. So, can I just say one thing about this conversation between Tyreek and Mitch? Yes. Um, I loved Ian Sterling's commentary of pointing out the irony of sharing your opinion about how somebody else should not have shared their opinion. <laughs> I thought that was just oh, like a amazing. really good point. Because it's like, oh, okay, that's... so it's not about Mitch. Well, it's definitely not about you then, Tyreek. <laughs> right. No, that's so true. Yeah. I guess at least like Tyreek is attempting to stick up for Ella in this situation, but... But yes, no, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> so the Islanders then get a text. Molly text. and Zach go ahead. Text. Uh, Molly and Zach are going on a date. And they go rollerblading. And yes. this is a really funny date to watch. 10 out of 10 face play from Molly. Oh, my um, God. Incredible. Spectacular. Spectacular. Like, Full-blown full eyes, aperture, full wide. I love it. Yeah. It's my yeah. favorite. We will post these on our story, but Molly is truly a faceplate queen of face the season. Like, that was maybe some of the best faceplate I've ever seen on the show. Oh, yeah. No, that picture is going in the reel that I post to announce the episode streaming. Perfect. For sure. Maybe yeah. it should honestly just be that picture. <laughs> I know, but there was so much good faceplate in these episodes. But Mara... I know. I'll post it on its own, too. It deserves its own space. <laughs> I want it to be on our grid. Not in our stories. This okay. is going to be on our grid forever. On our grid. On and our I'm going to pin it to the top of our grid forever so that future I'll islanders make... can look at it and model their face play after it. We can make, like, a meme out of it or something. Great. Okay. So, anyway, Zach and Molly, they rollerblade a little. They kind of fall over, but not exactly. Then they sit and have a drink by the water. And Molly says that the cheating comments from the other Islanders really pissed her off because she did feel like they were looking for a reaction from her. And Zach says he feels like this whole experience has brought them closer together. And Molly says she feels them getting stronger every day. Mm -hmm. Back at the villa, we see a conversation between Sammy and Mal. They're chatting. They're being a little flirty. They're being a little flirty. And then we see Jess go, go over to Medi and Jess is fully crying and she shares that she feels like she really can't give anyone 100% because of how she still feels about Sammy. Mm. Yeah. Whitney then pulls Medi and he says that his intentions with her are genuine. And she pushes back a little bit. Whitney's like, we can't be progressing if you're getting to know somebody else. And Medi apologizes for hurting her. Whitney's like, I'm a tunnel vision kind of person, basically implying that not having tunnel vision and being able to get to know multiple people at a time is problematic but it's like okay Whitney but you also did just try to open a door with Montel right Whitney talks to Catherine and Scott and Scott's like there's no chance that Leah actually goes for Medi and Whitney's like don't be out here missing goals mm-hmm. she's right don't be taking <laughs> shots that you're gonna miss yeah love <laughs> love the apt metaphor talking to the pro footballer of the villa yes <laughs> Maddie and Leah chat now, not super interesting or too much to note, but he's like, I think we're both slow burners, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. this relationship would never work in the Love Island villa. Facts. And Zach and Molly return from their date. 
in their post-date BCGC, they both say that it was really fun and funny. Molly feels like it brought them closer. Zach says that he feels like it's no longer early days, and he doesn't think his head will turn. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, yeah, the beginning of the end. <laughs> well, anyway, so at some point, Molly and Zach are talking about the date, and Molly just kind of repeats that if she could replay their day over and over again, she would every day and like keeps talking about how this was like the best day of her life. And yeah. before I knew it was going to happen with her, I'm like, you want to go rollerblading every day? Like, that sounds <laughs> not fun. But it was just a lot. It was. And I think that in the edit, they probably emphasized it for reasons that we'll discuss soon. That's a good point. Yeah. So it is then nighttime in the villa. Catherine does the toast, and then the islanders get a text. It's a Kaigathi. Can all either islanders gather around the fire pit immediately? So there will be a recoupling. Mal and Montel are choosing first, and then the girls will choose the boys. So Montel chooses Leah. Mal chooses Sammy. Ella chooses Tyreek. Whitney chooses Medi. And her speech was good. She calls him out, but she was still, like, positive about the relationship overall. Yeah, she was like, this boy has gone rogue over the past few days. But right. in a way that was funny and, like, Medi was laughing at it. Yeah. Catherine chooses Scott. Jess chooses Mitch. And Molly chooses Zach. And then we're left on a bit of a cliffhanger on this episode with Katie McDermott from season two coming back as a bomb. Yes. So let's discuss what do you remember about Katie from her season? I did a little research to jog my memory. Uh, she came in third place with, with Scott. another guy named Scott. And they yes. were together from day one. Right. Right. And she or maybe not day one, later. but definitely like the whole season. Like she, she wasn't on, ever I, with anyone else is what I'm trying to say. She was with him the whole season. Right. Right. And she says that later. She says she went all eggs on someone. Um, they apparently had a lot of drama and they fought a lot in the villa, yeah. which I didn't really recall. I mean, they had to, if they were just with each other for the whole time, she's a player. Right. Right. I mean, God, so much stuff happens in season two. It's hard to really recall. Like those are not the high, like the Katie and Scott stuff. I guess actually now that I think about it, it is kind of coming back to me. Yeah. They were like a really solid couple. Mm hmm. They did fight a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. And they had sex a lot. Yeah. So also. this was in 2016. <laughs> so just to give a little bit of con uh, context, Katie was um, 21, 20, I think. And she's now 27. 20, yeah. mm -hmm. And she entered the villa as a bombshell, coupled up with Scott immediately, and then was with him for the majority of their time. She was taken on dates by other islanders. But they stuck together and left the show in a relationship. I don't know exactly how long they were together. I think they dated for like eight months after the show. Okay. Yeah. And they had one of those classics. Scott asked her to be his girlfriend during the show. And yeah, they came in third place behind Alex and Olivia and Kara and Nathan. How's that for a throwback? Wow. I mean, such a powerhouse of couples right there also. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I do remember I was very attracted to Scott. Scott's pretty hot. He is hot. Dang. So they actually moved in together. Oh. 
Um, and yeah, they split up after a year of being together. Hmm. God, what a good season. I should really rewatch that season. According to Katie, it was Scott's partying ways that caused their relationship to break down, but it was when Scott allegedly swore at Katie during an argument that saw the couple split for good. Since then, <sighs> they have unfollowed each other on social media and gotten into different and new relationships over the years. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay, so that's just a little bit of a rundown of Katie. Another very important thing to note is that she entered this game this year with 1.2 million Instagram followers. Wow. So is she back for love or another mill? Definitely love, (laughs) Mara. Obviously. (laughs) Why does anyone go on this show if not for love? So we are now moving into episode 19. (laughs) We see a chat between Whitney and Mehdi. He says that he really liked her recoupling speech, and she asks him what would have happened if the roles were reversed, and he says that he would have picked her. She goes, I guess we'll never know. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely loved that from her. Yeah. At some point during this conversation, she also said, time will tell. Yes, time will tell. I loved that. They do a little cuddle. They do a little kiss. We see Catherine and Scott chat, and she is just kind of sharing that she likes getting to know him. Jess and Mitch now chat, and they watch Sammy pull Mal. Jess is like, I'm bored of it, and she feels like she's being treated by a no one. She feels like she's being treated like a no one by Sammy. Yeah. Sammy and Mal now chat, I did remember Mal's gloves. (laughs) In yeah, this moment. They were weird as shit. Very like long to her elbows. The bows. With bows. Yeah. It was very like Barbie Dreamhouse vibes. I mean um, on trend. Really on trend, yeah, but I I didn't love it. The gloves are like because we saw like Olivia last season wearing them too. Like clearly gloves are like a, a thing. thing, I guess. I don't know if that's going to be a trend I personally pick up. Once again, if you are a Gen Z, slide into our DMs and let us know. Are gloves a thing? (laughs) Right. I mean, I haven't seen them at any bars I go to. Yeah. One thing I did want to comment on quickly is that I love also Ian's constant con... uh, Yeah. Him constantly talking about Mal's smile. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. I was going somewhere else with that. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say I love how he keeps saying, like, malpractice, malintent, mal oh, yeah. list. Like, Dude, coming up with things that say mal. The other thing he's been doing this season that I don't like is that my mom always says, you have to sleep with one foot hanging off the bed. But my mom also said, whatever. So I take everything she said with a pinch of salt. Have you noticed that? He says it, like, every episode. Oh, oh, you'll wow. notice it now. He says it constantly. Okay. What um, were you going to say about her smile? No, he just is constantly talking about how she's constantly smiling. She's like this. And like, actually, I've started to notice it. And I, it gives me a headache just looking at it. She also has like really intense lip injections. It's just like her mouth is like a real focal point like the, of the face. It's just like a constant <laughs> perma smile. But it's straight across. I think it's because of the injections. Oh, interesting. Like, she can't open her mouth any wider than this? Like this? No, I don't think that it makes her not able to open her mouth, but... I don't know. Whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> um. So, yeah. They talk about Mal's speech, and they agree that they feel a spark between them. Yes. So, 
Zach and Molly then chat. He says that her speech was nice. She says she's happy. They cuddle. He says he feels safe, which was cute. And then they have a little kiss. Mm-hmm. Montel and Leah then chat. They're on the terrace. Da, 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 da. And Montel says that he is excited to be coupled up with her and that it is easy to talk to Leah. And then they... He, they lead in for a kiss. Mm-hmm. They have a kiss. They waste no time. I thought this was actually a great play. Mm-hmm. Mitch, I think later says that Montel was like moving a little fast, mm-hmm. but I think that Montel knew how much Leah liked him and could go for it. I'm going to lock this in. I think that was a good move to be honest. Yes. He is following bombshell protocol. I believe. Yes. Agreed. Someone else is about to follow bombshell protocol. Yeah, big time. (laughs) So it is morning in the villa, and there is a creature in the bedroom. It is a centipede. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's fucking terrifying. I do like how they zoomed up on it. Um, Someone's like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not (laughs) sorting that out. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) I'd be like, ah! Um, I hate bugs. Okay, there's a BCGC. Sammy and Mal both talk about how they had a cuddle with each other. Sammy says that he does really like Mal. Catherine and Scott talk about how they both had a cuddle and a kiss. And Catherine says she's feeling more assured. And then Whitney gets a text. The girls are going on a spa day. I love Um, how, like, the girls know, I believe, that the girls know that this means that a female bomb will be coming in when they're gone. Yeah. But they have to pretend like they don't. Yeah, I think there was a moment. I mean, there was a moment of for me, even though I knew it wasn't this, but I was like, I bet they're panicking that this is going to be Casa. Mm, no, they know it's too early for that. They know it's too early for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, one thing I wanted to make a note of, um, I missed when it happened um, earlier, but the girls making up the dance, like it's given sexy, it's given sexy. It was like so funny. And then they do a little reprise of it here. Uh, I think they say it's giving chill or something like that Yeah, for the spa day. <laughs> um, so the girls go on this, the spa day while the girls are gone. Tyreek says to Sammy that he misses Ella and feels like he's changed as a person. Dang. I know. At the spa, they do no spa things. They never do at the spa. They just sit around a pool and talk about whether the boys miss them or not. Come on, girls. Do something (laughs) else. Yeah. And at the villa, we see Katie walk in. She is 27. Oh, is this? Hertfordshire. (laughs) There it is. We know Katie's not listening to the pod because she's in the villa. So, <laughs> Katie's friend who's listening in Hertfordshire, please share yes. with Katie's other friends and family. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she's 27 from Hertfordshire, and she says that she has learned a lot since she was last in the villa. I mean, being 20 versus 27 is a big deal. Huge. Katie walks yeah. in, and Scott immediately knows who she is that's katie mcdermott he goes yep it's katie mcdermott so i said scott's reaction to katie coming in makes me think that he's a super fan we see the same reaction from whitney later they both respond by going it's katie mcdermott i'm like dang the fact that they know her full name like they are absolutely students of this game yeah so they kind of sit around the fire pit and chat. The guys are generally drooling over her, and mm-hmm. they're all pretty much saying that they're open. 
Um, the doors are a little bit open, says Tyreek. It's early days, says Zach, which is interesting because mm-hmm. earlier on after his date with Molly, he told the boys that he felt like that date made it not early days anymore. Correct. Yep. This was an error. Yes. A big don't error. Clo- don't close yourself off unless you really fucking mean it. Yeah. Keep that door open for as long as you want. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So they kind of show Katie around the villa, and Zach says that Katie's his type. She ITMs that if she has to step on toes, she will. Bombshell Mm -hmm. protocol, Gorley. Zach and Katie chat. He tells her about his date with Molly, and Zach says that he likes that Molly doesn't club. (laughs) (laughs) If I see Molly clubbing after the season, I will be calling bullshit on Zach. No, Ari, she's got those good morals. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's gross. That's obviously what he means, huh? Yeah, yeah. In the kitchen, Katie is sharing that she went all eggs last time, like you had said, and Mitch is Mm -hmm. like, same, we've got a lot in common. (laughs) Mitch. Mitch constantly trying to relate his situation to other situations kills me because he's like, oh, like, that's where I went wrong. It's like, no, she just, what? She didn't like you. You gave her the ick. Like, no. (laughs) Right. No, Mitch, Molly didn't like you. End of story. <laughs> yeah. So then there's this hilariously produced moment where the guys are like, I think Tyreek starts the, uh, yeah. kind of is the initiator in this in this situation. He's like, let's take a selfie with Katie and send it to the girls. And then at the spa, right. we see the girls being like, let's take a selfie and send it to the boys. And then, of right. course, as they're taking a selfie, they get the boys selfie. Exactly. And then some of the girls are like, oh, my God, that's Katie. Oh, my God. They know who she is. Whitney specifically goes, that's Katie McDermott. Whitney's also definitely a student of the game. Yes. Yeah. So we then see Katie chat to Tyreek and Scott. Tyreek says that things are good with him and Ella. And Katie asks if Ella would get territorial, whether or not, you know, if they chatted. And Tyreek says, yeah, but she'll try not to be. Or she'll try to, like, pretend like she's not, but she'll be upset. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then Scott shares that it's still early days with Catherine. And then I loved the implication in this conversation that Katie had pulled both of them because we didn't see that. But Tyreek is like, will you ever chat to me one on one? And she's like, oh, should I not have pulled you yeah. both? And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I die. Was she like, Tyreek, Scott, come for a chat? Like both of I them. Know. The power that she walked the pa- into the vi- this villa with is. I know. Amazing. Mwah, chef's kiss. It is. It's a lot of power. So the girls then return and they meet Katie. The girls ask her what she's looking for. And she says that she wants someone who's quieter and good at listening and that she feels like she's earned the right to be picky and she will respectfully step on toes. And she also shares that Mitch, Scott and Sammy seem to be the most open. We then see a chat between Zach and Molly, and he asks how the girls are feeling about the bomb. And Molly says that right now everyone seems chilled, but really no one knows what she's feeling. Yeah. We now see a chat between Jess and Mitch. Jess is asking if Mitch is into her. He's like, you're so pretty. (laughs) I'm bored of them already. (laughs) I know, me too. Sammy and Mal are chatting. She asks if he liked cuddling last night, and he says yes. And then we see a chat between Tyreek and Ella. Ella says, did you recognize Katie? And Tyreek says, yes, but I'm acting like I didn't. Yeah. Fucking player. Yeah. Player, player, player. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I'm blown away by him. I was thinking I would have done the same fucking thing. That's what I would tell anyone to do. (laughs) 
Yeah, you have to true. know absolutely anyone who could potentially be walking in from a previous season, but you need to pretend like you don't know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you can't let them have that power over you. That was where Scott really went wrong with Katie. I think it's also his name. <laughs> hmm? She doesn't want to couple up with another guy named Scott. Eh, that's probably less <laughs> of it, I think. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Ella is surprised to hear that Tyreek wants to get to know Katie, of course, and mm-hmm. he doesn't like her response to him sharing that. Yeah. They start arguing, and Ella's like, you're the one starting an argument. She always does this, where she's like, obviously really pissy, but then she's like, I told you, okay, go for it. Right. She's really passive-aggressive. Yeah, they like can't. They are not good at communicating. Except for in that they one are... conversation that was a beautiful, shining example of communication that I will hold on to forever. <sighs> I know. I, I feel like they're going to break up the second they leave the villa. Yeah. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. If Ty- not before that. <laughs> Tyreek is not going to be able to stay loyal with people sliding into those DMs. Definitely 0% not. chance. Yeah. It is nighttime in the villa now, and Katie does the toast to finding love. Scott and Katie chat. They talk about the color of their eyes, and there's a little bit of flirting going on. Mm -hmm. Tyreek and Ella chat. He says, if Katie pulls me, I'm going to talk to her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mitch pulls Katie for a chat. They joke a little bit. Tyreek and Katie are on the terrace. Mm -hmm. That's a move. Bold. Bold. He says he wants to get to know her, and Ella is not happy that they're up there together. Yeah. Katie pulls Zach, and he calls her a wanted woman, and she Mm -hmm. says she's not sure who does want her, and they flirt a little bit. Yes. There's in a text. No one knows who got the text originally, and then they realize it was Jess. I feel like that's the second time that that's happened. <laughs> I think before it was because her phone was somewhere else and they had to like run and yeah. find it. But honestly, yeah. I'm just like loving Jess and more, more and more every week. Me too. She's really funny. <laughs> she is. It's a Kai Gaffey. Kai Gaffey. Can all Islanders gather around the fire pit immediately? Immediately. Katie is asked to pick someone to couple up with. She picks Zach. Everyone is very surprised. Molly gets some good face play. Zach is like, oh, trying not to like show how he really feels. He walks up to Katie and is like, that's not easy. Yeah. And gives her a hug. Yes. And then immediately Molly gets a text saying she's been dumped from the island and everyone is shocked. I, in my home, gasp. I reacted like Catherine. I was like, (gasps) oh. I know Catherine's standing up, yeah, facing everybody. That was me. (laughs) (sighs) It's also there's no music and it's silent. Yeah, and it the camera just pans from one shocked person to the next shocked person to the next shocked person. Yes, it was cinema, Ari. It was cinema. It was a beautiful moment, Emmy award winning moment here. Agreed. I couldn't believe the silence and then it just cuts to black credits. No preview for the next no preview episode. Unreal. Unfucking real. Oh, okay. So let's fucking talk about this. Let's talk about it. Would you like to join me in conspiracy town? Obviously let's fucking go. I've been packed since the beginning of the episode. (laughs) So 
obviously everyone thinks that there's the potential that molly could come back and i think that that's true they if if they bring her back they will bring her back i think in casa yeah i don't think she's gonna come back i thought for a second they might do a claudia from love island australia and have her just walk directly back into the villa with like a male bombshell or something i know i don't think it's gonna happen i think she's gone I know. I think she's gone, too. And here's why I think she's gone, gone. I think that she was not playing by the producer's roles. She wasn't buying into the drama that they wanted her to do with Jess. Yes. Yes. And I think the producers were like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. We're getting her out of here. Mm. (sighs) But I don't know. She's such a main character. Mm. But I do think she was going a bit stale. She was. It's just interesting because she does have such a big following. There were so many things about her that made us think she was going to stick around for the whole season. She's a Nepo baby. She's a Nepo baby. I think that there was something that flipped when she, not that she wasn't into Mitch, but her relationship with Mitch was more of a storyline. And then when she got with Zach, her entire narrative about her relationship with Zach was how much she liked how chill it was, how there was no pressure. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's kind of no storyline. And yep. I think they wanted her gone and they wanted Zach I... to, do you think Zach is going to leave with her? No, 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 I don't, I don't either. Oh, I wouldn't advise him to, if I was coaching him, I would say, sorry, bye Molly deuces. Yeah. You got to let her go. Do not ever self eliminate yourself here. They weren't even, like, in an exclusive couple. That's the only way you ever leave with somebody if they get kicked off before you. Or unless you're, like, head over fuck, you're genuinely head over fucking heels. But he was not. So, no. He's not going to fucking leave. Absolutely not. He's going to crack on with Katie. He's going to figure something else out. He knows Casa Moore's coming up. Yeah. Ugh. Dang. Yeah, this was crazy. I'm glad they did this. We need to be kept on our toes, obviously. Yes. It it just reminds me, though, that meme, I posted this on our stories, but that Julia sent us where it's the the Love Island producers are producing like they have to, like, rent is due. (laughs) 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 Like, so accurate. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh, oh my God. I was like wrecked by this though. Like I was I, so many conflicting feelings. Like I'm sad. Like I did like Molly. I don't want to see her go, but I'm also like sitting with it now, having like some time away from the moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get it. I get it too. I feel like she wasn't really a part of the girls group as much as I thought she would be either. And maybe it was because there was some weirdness between her and Jess, but she just seemed like a little bit on the outside of that. Yeah. I don't know. It was um, shocking. Shocking. Yes. Speaking of shocking, let's move into our awards. Perfect. All right, Mara. (laughs) For these episodes, how many of your eggs were in which Islanders baskets? So for Molly, because you are a star face player, I am cracking out two eggs. She deserves it. Uh, I've got two eggs for Ella and Tyreek because they're still a strong couple despite many of their flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, two eggs for Jess. I'm invested in her. Two eggs for Whitney. Same reason. I really want Whitney to leave Medi. I'm over it. And I have four eggs for Scott and Catherine because I really do kind of buy their relationship. 
I'm really rooting for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't. Uh, I just feel I like just, we're maybe not getting enough of it. I, I don't think we're getting enough of it either. Yeah. I'm open to have my mind changed, but I don't really okay. see it at this point. I, I feel like I just don't know Scott still. I know. I, I'm having a hard time trusting him, but I want to believe in it. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that's interesting about it for me is that Scott, I don't know. He did become a little bit more... Um, put together in my mind like my perception of him became a little bit clearer in these episodes just with figuring out that he's a super fan but it makes me wonder like well what more could you be doing as an islander in that case Mm -hmm. he's playing things really safe right now yeah and it also makes me wonder if he is going to be comfortable in the villa with katie there it feels like he's starstruck by her and i wonder if he will be able to shine moving forward with such a, a star in his midst. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. All right. What about you? How many eggs are in which Islanders baskets? So I'm also going to crack one egg and pour it out for Molly. She was our face play queen of the season. I will miss that from her. Me too. I have three eggs for Montel and Leah. Very mm. much into that relationship. That's good. Happy for Leah. Yeah. She's been through a lot. Yeah. Two for Katie. Welcome back, Katie McDermott. Love it. It's Katie McDermott! It's Katie McDermott! <laughs> three for Whitney and three for Tyreek. Love it. I love it. Who was your most toxic Islander? My most toxic Islander this week, I didn't feel like anyone was like super toxic. There's a little bit of Medi, a little bit of Sammy. But I ended up giving it to Mitch just because I feel like he comes on so strong and makes the girls feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. But Sammy probably deserves it more. I gave mine to Sammy for his comments about Catherine. Yeah. And I didn't like how they were racist. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's it's Sammy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I know that this is a silly question to even ask, and we answered it within the first one minute of the podcast, but what was your most shocking moment this week? Molly being sent home. Round of applause for producers. Absolutely. Round of fucking applause. It's not often that you all keep me on my toes, but here we are, on my toes. Here we are. (laughs) I love it. The thing, I I feel like I've said this so many times, the thing I love most about the show is that anything can happen. Yeah. There are, there in so many ways, there are no rules. Right. There's no rules for the producers. Yeah. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It's very and, arbitrary, but you have to, yes. like the rules are keeping your options open to a certain extent so that you don't get pigeonholed, mm-hmm. creating a character for yourself and having a good mm-hmm. relationship with the other Islanders and the producers. Yeah. Yeah, you got to play to all the audiences. You got to do that really well. And that's about all you can hope for. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're in the hands of the public and the producers. Yeah. And you just got to hope for the best. There's absolutely some luck yeah. involved. Like For sure. I don't know. I don't want to say that Molly did nothing wrong to be dumped because, well, it was, it was Zach. I mean, I, I think that if Zach hadn't made that one comment about mm-hmm. it still being early days with Molly... I mm-hmm. don't think that Katie would have chosen him. And even in her speech, she is saying, I am still deciding in my head right now who I want to choose. 
Oh my god! But then she. What if she chose Tyreek and Ella went home? Oh my god, that would have been. Devastating. I would have lost my. I would have been. Lo- I lost my fucking mind. Do you think they would have sent Ella home? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think the producer has told maybe. her to choose Zach? I think it's pop. I definitely think Katie was pushed by the producers to pick Zach because I think they wanted Molly gone. That's right. My that's what I mean. That's why I don't so. think that Ella would have been dumped if she had chosen Tyreek necessarily. You think they would have switched up the game for her? Kind of. Or like they yeah. were just going to do that if it was somebody that they wanted to send home. Oh, man. Like maybe it's they like, switched I, up the game for Molly. They're like, thank God she chose Zach. We can get rid of Molly. Right. Let's press end on that right. text. Producer Steve. That's so true. That's so true. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Man, I, it's just like it really is an unfair dumping for Molly. Like it sucks. Like she just got unlucky. Yeah. Fully unlucky. Un- well quote unquote unlucky here but oh it's brutal it's a brutal dumping yeah so anyway savage needless to say okay. that was also yes. my most shocking moment <laughs> yes okay who are your finalist predictions right now i'm still gonna stick with tyreek and ella okay fair but i'm gonna throw montel and leah in there yeah. for fun that- if you say Catherine and scott <laughs> i was gonna say Catherine and scott are coming <laughs> up the rear Scott is so boring. Oh, I don't know. I just kind of liked how he like kind of defended Catherine with the whole Sammy stuff. Like he seemed genuinely upset about that. Yeah, he was. Maybe I was just turned off by how he initially made that comment about Catherine needing to approach it with Sammy. And I was like, you should approach it with Sammy. And then he did. So maybe Mm. that didn't mean anything, but I was really turned off by that when it first happened. That's fair. I didn't even hear that comment, so <laughs> doesn't color anything about your opinion about him. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I wish them the absolute best of luck. I would love to see them in the finale with Tyreek and Ella and I mean Leah and Montel. Yeah, right. In my mind, I'm thinking like Ella and Tyreek still reign supreme here, but I think Scott and Catherine can edge their way upward. Yeah, there's there's forward momentum for them here I, I do agree though with leah montel as well quick question about tyreek and ella yes do you think that the public has any sort of feeling about them having met each other on the outside um god i forgot that they had it's a little uh, bit like a um i feel like it was love to see it a bachelor podcast that talked a lot about last season of bachelor katie and zach ended up together and they are both from austin and mm-hmm. they were like, they just feel like a couple that should have met on Hinge. Right. It no, feels a little so bit true. like that to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, we know they met. So, uh, I mean, I think, I, I think, like, honestly, Tyreek is such a fuckboy player that, like, yeah, he met Ella. They probably, like, flirted and maybe made out one night. And then... Like, he continued to play the game and never wanted to talk to her again. You know? Yeah. I, no, I'm not saying that, like, I mean, not to go back to my conspiracy town of Ella and Tyreek planned this <laughs> run through the that, season, though. which I am yes. um, not. I haven't moved out of that town quite yet. But <laughs> that's not even what I'm saying. I just wonder if there's a little bit of, like, because I, I almost feel that way. I'm like, oh, are, like, they going to win? And it's like, you guys could have just, like, met at a club. Ah, uh, mm, sure. Like, sure, that sure. is the intrigue of like a Medi Whitney storyline and Whitney mm. always saying like we're so different we come from such different, different places worlds. we never would have met mm. in 
you know, a normal context. Like, this is the only place that would have brought us together. I think that there's something magical about that. But they're also not really being respected or upheld as a couple the same way that Tyreek and Ella are. So I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see kind of how those different couples with those different backgrounds end Mm -hmm. up playing out as the season progresses. Yeah, no, that's so true. I do think that there is a little bit of the storyline of, like, they met on the outside, but it took being in Love Island for him to change. Right. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 Well, Mara. All right, guys. That was a great three episodes. I, I, I left feeling very satisfied. <laughs> I truly could not wait for the next. Inject so it excited. into my veins. Give it to me. I'm fully committed. I've, I'm there. I'm underwater. I dove in, and now I'm just swimming. I know. I passed my mic to Gabe. Yes, we're going to miss you so much next I'm, week. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like so sad. <laughs> I can't recap that. <laughs> I can't recap it. Like, honestly, there was a part of me that's like, <clears throat> I'll just bring my mic to Salt Lake and I'll say, sorry, Lucas. <laughs> we can't go to Park City today. I got to record. <laughs> well, I think what we should do is when you get back to recap season five, we need to obviously hear about all of your I thoughts know. of season four. Or, sorry. Uh, week four and I'm also just curious I think I know that you're sad to not recap but I could imagine in your position I would also be really excited to listen to a recap that I wasn't a part of so I feel like that will be fun for you hopefully maybe you'll come away with fresh insights about how to make our podcast better I don't know yeah no I really cannot wait to hear Gabe's perspective on the show (laughs) and especially after that commentary he gave us in the last episode right (laughs) yes and (laughs) like really highbrow I love the uh effort 100% diving in obsessed yeah uh and I think our listeners are going to really enjoy it too so I'm happy for them yeah but I'm sad for me I know. I'm going to miss you so much, but I hope you have such a wonderful time on your trip. And we will not chat with you next week, but I will chat with you next week. And I absolutely cannot wait to do so. So chat on Monday. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 